This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Sam Ferris and this is the Tokyo Sprint, your quick-fire news update every day of the Tokyo Olympics. On this episode, we wrap up the games, first by naming our top Aussie moments and then by looking at Australia's medal tally. So let's get into it, starting with the podium. Now, we normally name three performances on the podium, but with so many golden moments in Tokyo, there's been a dead heat in third, and quite fittingly too, because there were a lot of dead heats at these games. Before we start, though, it was extremely difficult to come up with this list with so many worthy candidates. Here's what we've decided, but we'd love to hear what your top moments are, so let us know on social media, find all the links in the episode notes, and let us know. So in third, we're going to go with the Boomers, Australia's men's basketball team, for winning their first ever medal at the Olympics. The Boomers had been so close before, continually thwarted by the USA and losing the bronze medal match four times since they first played in 1956. But on Saturday night, that changed when inspirational captain Paddy Mills scored 42 points to lead the Boomers to a win over Slovenia and with it, claim a bronze medal. Tears flowed in both Tokyo and right across Australia as the match ended and the medal drought was finally over. Tied with the Boomers in third spot is middle distance runner Peter Bowl. Bowl became the first Australian in 53 years to make the men's 800 metre final and three quarters through the race it looked like he was going to medal. Even though he was run down to finish fourth, it was still the best finish in a track event by an Aussie male in more than three decades. Bowles is an inspiring story. Born in war-torn Sudan, he was a refugee in Egypt as a young child before moving to Australia when he was eight, ending up in WA where he started running really, really fast. He was the talk of the nation for a few days and the second most watched Olympic event in Australia, just behind 100 meter sprinter Rowan Browning, who was unlucky to miss out on this list. Bowles said after his run, his goal was to inspire the nation and he certainly did that. In second spot, it's Ariane Titmus taking down American legend Katie Ledecky not once, but twice. The final of the 400 metre freestyle was billed as the jewel in the pool. The main event in the swimming program pitting the rising star against perhaps the best ever, and it didn't disappoint. Ledecky led for most of the way, but Titmus reeled her in over the last 100 metres to secure the gold. It was the first time Ledecky had been beaten in individual Olympic competition. That's how significant it was. The win also sparked one of the wildest celebrations by a coach ever seen. Titmus's coach going berserk in the stands that will live on forever as a meme, I have no doubt. Titmus then backed it up with gold in the 200 meter freestyle, but Ledecky would beat Titmus in the 800 meter final and also win the 1500 meters. It wasn't just the contest that made this special, but the sportsmanship between the two athletes after each race. It's kind of what the Olympics are all about. Australia swimmers absolutely dominated in Tokyo, with Emma McKean winning seven medals, and she was desperately unlucky to miss out on this podium. So, in top spot, we're giving it to canoeist Jess Fox. Fox entered Tokyo chasing an elusive gold, having claimed silver and bronze at the past Olympics, and she was the favourite to win the K1 kayak slalom and the new event, the C1 canoe slalom, a race she lobbied hard for to be included. Fox qualified fastest for the kayak final and looked good for gold, but two time penalties, one by the smallest of margins, cost her gold and relegated her to bronze. It was heartbreaking for Fox, and we all wondered if she could get herself up for the canoe slalom just a few days later. Again, she qualified first, but this time there were no mistakes. She produced a perfect run to win the gold, get the monkey off her back and cement her legacy as one of the best canoeists of all time. 
Making it that much more special was her father and former Olympian Richard Fox calling the race on commentary. It was emotional to say the least. I don't know anyone who didn't shed a tear when Fox won gold and that's what makes it our moment of the Tokyo Olympics. Again, this list might not be for everyone, so let the debates begin. Now let's break down Australia's medal haul. Before the game started, the IOC's official stats partner Grace Note released its medal projections and it predicted Australia would finish in sixth spot, winning 40 medals in total, 16 being gold, 12 silver and 12 bronze. Well, Grace Note was pretty close. Australia finished in sixth with 17 golds, 7 silver and 22 bronze. The 17 gold medals equals the most ever by Australia at an Olympics, joining the 17 we won in the 2004 Games in Athens. The haul of 46 medals is the equal third most behind the 58 we won in Sydney in 2000, the 50 at Athens, and equal with Beijing in 2008. Breaking down the gold medals, nine came from the pool, with the women claiming eight of the nine golds. Zach Stubblety Cook, the only male athlete to win gold in the pool at these games. There were three gold medals in the rowing, two in sailing, with one each in the canoe slalom, Logan Martin in the BMX freestyle and 18-year-old Keegan Palmer in the men's park skateboarding. It's worth pointing out that these games barely went ahead. They were pushed back a year due to the pandemic, had severe pushback by the Japanese public, costs ballooned out, no fans were allowed in the stands, Tokyo was declared a state of emergency and the threat of COVID-19 was everywhere. Athletes had to get tested every day, isolate on arrival and when returning home, they couldn't mix in the village and were forced to drink by themselves in their rooms, although a few athletes may have broken those rules here and there. While the Olympics might not be for everyone, it made lockdown for us sports lovers a little bit easier to take. And it showed in the TV numbers, Network 7 racking up record numbers for the Games. Nearly 20 million Australians tuned in to watch the Olympics, with more than 3.1 million watching Rowan Browning race in the semi-final of the 100m sprint as the most watched event of the Games. The Olympics weren't just big on TV. On the 7 Plus streaming service from the opening ceremony to last Saturday, more than 4.6 billion minutes were streamed, making it the biggest digital event in Australian television history. The Paris Games are just three years away, so you can bet there'll be even more focus on digital given the unfriendly time difference. Personally, I can't wait, but fortunately, the competition isn't over just yet in Tokyo, with the Paralympics starting on August 24 and running through to the 5th of September. Bring it on. We'll leave you with one last look at the medal tally, with the USA topping the gold medal count with 39 and the overall medal tally with 113. China finished in second with 38 gold, while host nation Japan came in third with 27. Okay, that's it for us today. Uh, We hope the Tokyo Sprint helped you enjoy the Olympics over the past fortnight. If you liked what you heard, you will love our weekday sports news podcast, Sport Today. Sport Today covers the big talking points and the quirky stories with a bit of pub trivia mixed in every weekday morning. It's a must for all sports lovers out there. So follow Sport Today and we'll catch you again there. 